Cynic Empowerment. And he'll just like make direct eye contact with me and just plop his stupid pancake flat pug face onto the edge of the box and just start chewing on it while staring at me. Just like, uh-huh, yeah, I know you don't like this, but I'm doing it anyways. Like, God damn it! Were you going to chase me about it? Come on. You know you, you want to. And I'll yell, be like, Curry! Curry! Get in my mouth. Curry! And he'll stop, and he'll look at me for a little bit, and he'll be like, hmm? You going to do anything about it? And I'll go back to doing stuff, and I'll stop yelling, and then he'll immediately just, like, plop his face right back on it. It's like, God, fuck. You need, like, a... A water bottle that has like a sniper scope on it. Oh yeah! You just like hit him from across the room. Just like, Psh! aha! You're never safe when you're in in the, in the line line of sight. Line of sight, my. I would water wet bottle. your nose. Water gun. That might actually dude. work. He doesn't really like water that much, so maybe. Or you could fill it with something that he doesn't like. Oh, yeah, well, if he doesn't like water. <laughs> <laughs> or you could complicate it. You could take something really sticky and wet. Ew. Cover yeah, it like, in it. Like, uh, like chilled syrup. And then he could be covered in the chilled syrup. Ew. And he'd probably like <laughs> roll around in the carpet. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Pick up a bunch of little dust bunnies <laughs> and things. Run on the furniture. Yep. He just he just transfer all of the nasty stuff that's on the floor onto the furniture. And every time you go to catch him, like then your hands would just be covered in like he would just like immediately tar and feather your hands with dust bunnies. Like, yeah, that'd be gross. gross. That's exactly what I was trying to avoid. No uh, The worst Curse you curse me Damn you. So how's and life the been? Car Tell wins me, again. Me all about your world up there in ye old Kentucky land. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've been trying to like take back control of my life by staying up late and doing things I enjoy, but it just makes me really tired. Okay, so you you stay up late. You're uh, yeah. um, you, you're you're working on growing your dong. Like what what are you doing lately? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm self servicing it up in this bitch. Oh, service yeah. in myself. Yeah, no, just like stupid shit like playing video games or like uh 3D printing and 3D stuff print. like that. Yes. Yep. That's um, going to pay off once you n- learn how to print a kidney. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think this one can do that, but it'd be neat. It's only a few um, steps away. Maybe. I don't think so though. <laughs> and then it's like a quarter of a million dollars a shot. You know, you're, you're going to be doing real good. You're going to be rolling in it. I don't know. I feel like if I could do it, then there'd be like a million other people lined up to also do it, and then it That's would in, instantly be, become not worth anything. That's what everybody thinks, but you just got to be like, look, you know, it's not that hard. There's probably like, you probably like search it up right now, like how to print 3D kidney, and it would be the first thing on Google uh, with like a little snippet, like, I can't believe more people aren't searching how to do this. <laughs> pay me $3,000 now, and I'll teach you how to make yourself a millionaire printing kidneys just for a low, low payment of a $3,000 seminar. Don't skip this ad. It's like, what? 
that's surefire way to get me to click to skip this ad. <laughs> uh, teach you how to be as wealthy as actually I'm gonna like nonchalantly like start this video in a really shitty manner, like I'm gonna selfie style this video like oh sorry oh gosh, I just tripped over my fifteen Lamborghinis. Oh hi folks, didn't notice you there. Please like, ignore my frosted tip douchebag haircut <laughs> and a greasy used car salesman overly sized watch. I am a real person like you. Hello, fellow human being. <laughs> I know I'm wearing a gold chain even though it's not the 80s, but if you listen to me, uh, you can have that green screen Lamborghini behind me. Hmm. Not the Lamborghini. You could have a green screen. You might be able to afford a green screen, and then you could set it up in your home, and then you could put a screenshot of a Lamborghini behind you. Can you 3D print a Lamborghini for me, then? Oh, a little tiny one. A little tiny one? A little small can I you, 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 um, you okay. could uh, you could put your finger, you could put your index finger in a little costume, and you could like take it and then like put it in the in in the in the Lamborghini, and you go, woo woo vroom vroom vroom, vroom. <laughs> and you could drive it like that if you. Mm-hmm. Could you three D print a little costume for my index finger? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's about yeah. That's about the the scale that I work with. Yeah. Okay, I want like a little speed racer helmet to put on the end of my finger. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll put the little car on top of it. Yeah, and I'm just gonna like slam it into stuff around the house. Like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. I could do that. I'd be like, Kenny, watch out! It's a car accident. The cat's just like, fuck you. <laughs> why? Why do you keep doing this? I keep telling you to stay out of the road. Why don't you listen to me, Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, the tragedy. <laughs> yeah, my my cat was hit by a lambo. Oh no. <laughs> and the cat wins again. Yeah, the cat whoa, unexpected. <laughs> Definitely can see that coming. Okay, so you're staying up too late and it's yep. making you tired. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you staying up so late, man? You got all kinds of things to do during the day. Yeah, it's called fucking working, and I fucking hate it. That's the whole thing. Huh? Just go sell sell everything and just go buy more stonks. Oh, my God. Buy more game stonks? Yeah, buy game stonks. Yeah, that's that's basically gambling with extra steps. And then there's like the extra layer that I work for a company that's that's related to stocks. So e- even if I somehow magically did make it big of my own intuition without insider trading, I feel like as we've seen perfectly detailed out with like the uh, game stock stop thing, anytime like a rich person accidentally wins in the system that's capitalism, it's like, hey, this isn't supposed to happen. We got to stop this. We're going to have to freeze your funds or return all your funds or send you to jail forever and then pin this all on insider trading. Yeah, I'm getting recommended a lot of stories these days about little like tinker and fix it of their systems. Like we're on the verge of societal collapse, which is why we're going to get another stipend or something. It's like, uh, yeah. I mean, like how many times is this going to happen before they're just like, can we just like, can we say the hell with all that? It's really way too much work. <laughs> Everyone is, is getting so bent out of shape, and they're about ready to revolt, so uh, here's an extra $500, bitches. <laughs> yeah. 
Fuck, $500 barely buys, like... less you have to pay in taxes, ha <laughs> Yeah, well, isn't, like, I, th I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't even, like, the stimulus money, like, part of it coming out of your tax refund? Yeah. Like, I, so you're, like, well, it's it. like, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's that. Um, <laughs> so, like, when I, when like I go... So when I file, so when I file my taxes this year, it's gonna be like, and you actually owe us money. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why'd you even bother giving me the money shit. on the front end? This is stupid. You didn't give me shit. Yeah, we this gave is my you money. A loan. <laughs> yeah, we loaned you your money to you earlier. You're welcome. Yeah. Like, what the you, fuck, man? You owe us uh, a little bit of interest you, too. You owe us, uh, let me see here, a $600 check plus $1,200 check. You owe us $1,800. Like, wait a second. <laughs> plus another 50% in interest. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like, and also, uh, no more evictions moratorium. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and the thing is, so one thing I've heard with, with the moratorium thing is that the moratorium has not stopped evictions. Moratorium has only stopped evictions when it comes to not paying rent. That means that landlords can just make up a reason that isn't oh. that you're not paying rent to evict you. All other reasons still stand. <clears throat> so they could totally just like break in. Make up something. Be like, oh, you're uh, destroying property or like, oh, or I'm going to sell the property. I'm going to just sell the house. So I no, like what, 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 what yeah. exactly what the fuck happened to you? Exactly. That's like a reason that they were kicking you out. That wasn't related to you not being able to pay rent. Mm -hmm. uh, so we had like, absolutely no ability to be able to speak to the owners. They were insulated exactly. by uh, a large, uh, <clears throat> you know, what I assume is some kind of real estate development firm. Yep. And they fought us tooth and nail. Like uh, we had to like <laughs> track them down and argue with them for weeks on end in order to try to get our deposit back. And they still ended up taking a portion of it to uh, do some renovations on the house. <laughs> yeah, it's but, all it's all fucking criminal. Um, yeah, you can't win. Um, uh, yeah, no, you can't. So just sit there and lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe if you're lucky, you can uh, get one of the jobs created by Jeff Bezos. So he steps down from. <laughs> Wait, become the CEO? Yeah. You're suggesting people become the CEO of Amazon? He's probably just like, let me get this straight. I own a company that uh, that has a service that everyone uses, and everyone has been using exponentially more due to this pandemic. And a fucking nerd with a square-shaped head who sells luxury uh, electric cars that only rich people can afford and solar panels is richer than me now. I'm fucking up. I got to get somebody else in here. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I fucked up. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I how many people... Like, see it that way. Like, how many people do you know that, like, fucking own like anything related to tesla um i knew some people in uh in uh, northern virginia that, yeah because that's uh, northern virginia and everyone's a bunch of fucking yuppies but besides yeah. those people <laughs> real people tim real actual people with feelings and thoughts and ideas and skin you can touch <laughs> and soul service <laughs> those kinds of people <laughs> how many uh, of those people do you know that you have no. tesla 
Exactly. Like how many people? But how many people do you know that use Amazon? Oh, like everybody. Exactly. I don't longer use it. I'm just saying though, it's just like how the you know just just like doing that little like basic thought exercise I just did with you. It's just like this doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Like how how in the world is is, is he just as well? He's richer now. Like he's, he's supposed richer. to be richest person on the planet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta gotta you gotta diversify, and uh, if it's not apparent publicly, uh, then it certainly. Uh, is probably something that he's doing behind the scenes. Uh, you know, some type of government intervention in the the southern hemisphere. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I I don't know. I, I don't I don't know exactly how he's as rich as he is. Um, That's but what I'm, I'm sure saying. it has something to do with the exponential growth of wealth once you reach uh, critical mass. Yeah. I uh yeah I think he's just kind of like the. Um... The tippy top of just late stage capitalism where I mean I've seen shit of people acting like Bezos is gonna help us take out the the billionaire hedge funds because he's memeing and tweeting about GameStop. It's like, bruh, he's the richest person in the world. Like he's not gonna he is the problem. Like I don't like I don't know. There's this there's just weird kind of just I mean people talk about like Teflon Don, like Donald Trump like getting away with shit. Like, no, like Teflon Don doesn't have anything on like Elon Musk's way of being the richest man in the world and like and being like an evil billionaire, yet still being seen as if he's air, big air quotes, one of us. Like, I don't know, man. It, it's fucking it, I hate it. It's gross. It, it, it it's it's disappointing to see. Yeah. If you can seem relatable, I, I, I don't even know if that's the point. Like he's. He's probably a lot closer to the average person than uh, many folks who would, uh, you know, put him on a pedestal um, would have us believe. Yeah. Uh, I, I, people I people think he's Tony fucking Stark. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's obviously uh, made some really stupid choices over the last couple of years. He blew up a rocket. Uh, one of his rockets blew up this past week. Ugh. It's just sad. Like, there's a lot of tragedies <laughs> that surround that guy. <laughs> And uh, I think people are willing to turn a blind eye because every time, say, a rocket blows up, they can just look to the side and be like, yeah, but he is really rich. So that means he's got to be doing something right, right? Yeah. And he's, Isn't that he's funny. that works? He, he is funny memes. Yeah, just a uh, bunch of, like, stupid circle logic. Yeah, he's like, well, he's encouraging us to crack down on Robin Hood or, or buy GameStop stocks. So, <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is why is he bad? I mean, it's not apparent based on those types of things, right? Um, you know, he wanted to make a, a, a an easily mass producible rocket launcher or not rocket launcher, a fucking oh, flamethrower. Uh, flame <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's he's using electric vehicles, and everybody knows electric vehicles are better than uh, the oil based fuel vehicle, combustion engine vehicles. Uh, I don't know. Um, yep. Hmm. Yep. He's a he's a complicated, divisive character uh, that still exploits workers and does bad things yep. based on that. <laughs> yeah. Off of if if nothing else, like I don't give a shit how much money he has. I don't give a shit whether he's uh, you know failing every single day of his life at uh, you know producing whatever good or service. It's like it, it, at a certain point we need to be able to to separate uh, the 
in the same way that every other person is separated from the product of their labor, like, why don't you separate Elon Musk from his and just, like, judge him by the choices that he's making as an individual? Like, Mm -hmm. fuck that shit. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Icky. Anyways, I don't want to talk about Elon Musk. He's stupid. <laughs> He's a doo-doo brain. He, yeah, why, I don't why know. Why are we talking I, about I've been him? Spe- because hmm? we were talking about uh, Bezos, and we're talking about rich people. And, uh, you know, when you talk about Bezos, because you're talking about Bezos making more jobs by stepping down as CEO, all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I didn't really find any really great stories this week. I will say of like far as things that I think is uh interesting as in bad and terrifying is uh in the last week or two, a lot of people that do independent uh news and journalism on YouTube uh have been getting demonetized by uh YouTube and not even just lefties. Like a lot of lefties I know have been, but even um conservative channels have also been getting demonetized and uh so that's fine <laughs> yeah that's wonderful uh censorship re- rears its ugly head yeah and we're one step ahead because uh we're playing four-dimensional chess and we didn't even bother getting monetized because we saw this coming really like, fuck that that's right yeah <laughs> we we didn't want to depend on that as uh <laughs> our, our our primary cash flow yeah what is this uh, so there are a couple of things that are going on in the world today. Um, okay. Of course, you've you've got the uh, um, Aung San Suu Kyi was apprehended in her own country. Wait, <laughs> or, Myanmar? You know, yeah. Did you hear about that? No. Well, we yeah. talked about that a long time ago. It, it was a, a coup d'état. Oh, really? Yeah. By the military? By the nation's military. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Dude, like they just barely—they've been like a democracy for like five seconds, because her yeah. dad was the guy that was pushing for democracy, and then she became mm-hmm. it. And like even in the current system, that's a big air quotes democracy. The military mm-hmm. still has most of the legislative votes in the process, and they're like, "Nah, we need more." Mm-hmm. What yeah, the it, fuck? It's, it's bullshit. So they—they they basically they took her down. I mean, she um, sucks. But, like, fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. But they they apprehended her to such a capacity that she was still able to uh, post things on Facebook. Uh, and as a result, uh, people have been able to uh, – been, been um, roused, uh, you know, by her sentiments. Uh, you know, effectively, like, she has, uh, you know, illegitimately been taken captive and uh, that uh, she is still the democratic leader of Myanmar and uh, – and yeah, uh, uh, rabble rousing, you know, wow. doing that whole thing. Cause yeah, because I mean, the reason why we were talking about it, cause like the whole Rohingya Muslim thing where they were basically just pushing them into Bangladesh and then acting like it wasn't happening. And they had all these, you know, military officials and stuff like that. Been like, nah, Rohingyas never heard of them. Don't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. But then you even had Aung San Suu Kyi, who was also like, uh, no, <laughs> they're no they don't they're not people (laughs) we uh who uh rohin who rohin rohin no 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 yeah so about yeah it i mean i guess i would be more sympathetic 
if she wasn't uh, <laughs> a part of that whole thing. Right. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I, once I again, I like hearing about her mm-hmm. once before. I was like, oh, yeah, we talked about her. And I think she did some shitty things. Like, and it wasn't even as much as she, like, of her doing stuff. It was just, like, her not doing stuff. Right. It was more of a <laughs> sin of omission. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, you, um, you didn't do the right thing when you could have. And that makes you somewhat complicit. Um, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, yeah, the be, protests said, in like, New yeah, Delhi yeah. continue. Um, That's I, good. I have a feeling that there was – I heard something about uh, a militant uprising to try to quell the protests. So that's something to be uh, assumed. Uh, let's see. Oh, they're starting to apprehend some protesters. Over 100 are still missing. Let's see. Yeah, well, that's not good. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. You know, you test the status quo and – you know, you're you you're bound to you know, you're bound to lose a few folks in the process. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, here you go. Uh a forty eight hour internet shutdown was imposed in three other areas around Delhi's borders late on Friday. How about that? So that's pretty interesting. Wait, what? Uh they're what they're taking out the you know, internet access to certain areas. Um Probably because they're using it to organize, mm. which that's that's exactly what the internet's good for, right? Like, the the internet is is inherently collectivist, like it's, it's how it's you know the the fucking interwoven, like the the necessity of the internet is to um, uh, make information accessible to several platforms at once, thus creating this intertwined World Wide Web, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's like basically communism in a nutshell <laughs> and like uh of course they're gonna try to cut that out because that's the method by which people organize these days um that's exactly what happened i mean hey that's that's a theme ha ha that's exactly what's ah. happening in myanmar right yeah I don't, I don't know much about the vnr situation so i can't speak beyond what i've already said but yeah it'd be interesting to learn more about it at some point mm-hmm. figure out what's going on over there yeah, absolutely. Um, well, those are those are the breaking stories that I've heard about lately. Hmm. Um, let's see what's going on. What's what else is going on? Uh, Biden's enacting a shit ton of executive orders, uh, like like a whole a whole bunch, whole bunch. I of mean, uh, aren't aren't most of his executive orders just rolling back things Trump did during his presidency? Uh, yep. From what it sounds like, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not like... really hearing any that are are substantial. You know, to the extent uh, of like, uh, you know what? All that, all that, the stuff that was going down for the past couple of years. We're talking about legalizing weed. Here it is. You know, I was like, oh, oh okay. yeah, that would have oh, been that's, nice. That's a thing. Um, but nope, probably nothing like that. Although I did see that uh, Chuck Schumer and a couple of Democrats were, um, uh, they were trying to head some legislation on it. But I hear that like every like couple times a year. <laughs> like, oh, a new committee has been formed in order to. Uh, legalize and reform uh, uh, marijuana as a Schedule One narcotic or something. You know, some kind of bullshit yeah. populist crap because they know it's popular. You know, it, it's like, oh well, you know, sixty percent of voters want it legalized, and like, yeah, we're just gonna like hold on to this. You know, similar to the way that the conservatives have been controlling the conservative right with the, 
like the Roe v. Wade or anti Roe v. Wade rhetoric. Like, oh, hey, yeah. put us in power and then we'll like totally overturn that shit, even though they obviously never do. <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, is the conservatives for the most part have just been doing it on a state level. I mean, there's like several states where there's one or no abortion clinics in the state. So it's, you, you just do it by, and a lot of the ways they do it is just by, um, increasing like the kinds of regulations and things you would require you in order to, you know, make such a facility to where it's just impossible for one to ever get set up mm-hmm. or like making it to where you can have like legal recourse against like any do- uh, doctors that perform them. So it's like, you don't even have to necessarily get rid of it at a federal level. I mean, effectively, I don't know what all the states, I think Alabama is probably one of them, probably a lot of those deep South states. It's like nearly impossible to get an abortion if you want one. Mm-hmm. so yep yeah but i mean that that's where um you know uh a central state government uh is going to interact with uh privately owned businesses uh in a good many instances they need to be able to secure uh government-backed loans and uh, uh you know certain types of insurance and uh certifications and mm-hmm. uh um, basically legitimize themselves uh, as legal entities um, through the use of a uh, central authority like a government. Uh, and if you don't have government backing, like say in Alabama, to be able to have like a Planned Parenthood clinic, then you're certainly not going to be able to do it independently, uh, you know, especially in light of the fact that the, the culture is uh, adamantly uh, against you to the extent that if someone wanted to say throw a brick through the window – then a good many of the police officers might just like turn a blind eye to what was happening, especially yeah. if they happen to politically align with, you know, the the established uh, exactly you know, authoritative presence. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, uh, twenty twenty five, fifteen dollar minimum wage. Definitely nothing will happen between now and twenty twenty five. Yeah, right. Keep that from happening. I mean, why, why, why not do it sooner? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? But you know, twenty twenty five, that's when yeah. it's going to happen. They they need some way to uh, uh, basically fish hook the the poor and disenfranchised people. Like, well, what we really need is more poor voters to come yeah. back the Democrats. <laughs> exactly. So, In five yeah, years, yeah, if you Current if stick. you're good little piggies, maybe we'll do this. But yeah. probably we'll find an excuse not to do it then. Yeah. Here's a gold ring. Would you mind putting that in your nose so that we can lead you around? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. obviously have shown time and time again over the course of the past year that the central government has the ability to do a good many things that it simply chooses not to do mm-hmm. for whatever fucking reason. I, because they're bought and paid for by individuals that recognize giving people agency is not in their best interest. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. It's super fucked up. I mean, what, the only one thing that I saw that was like, huh, that's good, and I didn't expect it. Uh, at least as of right now, it looks like I, I'm assuming. I think it's through executive orders. Biden stopping the um, sending of weapons to Saudi Arabia for the uh, bombings in Yemen. And cool. uh, I mean, we'll we'll see if it you know it stays or whatever mm-hmm. keeps. I mean, because that'd be great. Got a halt on um, on student loan debt. Until or interest-free halt on student loan debt until September. That's, so, I mean, 
that's good. I don't, I don't know. I why mean, September. wait. So when you when you say it's a halt, is it you're going? Will you? Is it like the moratorium where you're going to owe owe the entire amount yes. in September? Yes. Well, then fuck that. Like, if it's not like a pause, <laughs> because that's still requiring people to acquire the same amount of money. Yeah, it's basically like yeah. you're holding their ticket like, you owe me this much money, and yeah. until September, they're just going to be like, still holding it. Still yeah, it. fuck that. That's fucking stupid. Like I would, I would almost no say, I would almost give kudos if it was a situation where it's like, let's say you spent three hundred dollars a month on student loans, and if it like paused it till September, and then in September all you owed was three hundred dollars, right? As opposed to you know six months worth of what would it be six like eighteen hundred dollars or whatever? I'd be like, okay, you know, at least you got it like off this person's back for a little while but like with like the same thing with the moratorium thing it's like where do you expect people to find a year's worth of fucking rent like here's twelve thousand dollars i pulled out of my pocket i haven't paid rent in a fucking year and i don't have a job like who the fuck has that all you've given me is fucking eighteen hundred dollars like well the the interest is what matters there like if, I mean, the uh, interest. If you never does... accrued interest, and it had no ability to impact your credit, no one would ever pay that debt. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Of course. But like. But still. Like. If it's. If you got to pay six months of it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we need the debt. You're still effectively in. paying the same amount. Yeah, it's just you... like you don't have to pay it right now. You just got to pay it all later. Have you ever heard? Oh wait. Um. What's his name? Um. Uh. Chris Hedges. Uh, oh yeah i love chris hedges yeah he's pretty cool he talks about a a debt jubilee a lot and i brought up the aspect of a debt jubilee with uh a couple of folks uh it's it's, it's conservative uh, folks that uh, whoa what about me i paid i paid my debts what do i get not quite uh but oh (laughs) Uh, so these people were familiar with the debt jubilee uh as it took place in the Old Testament times. Bible, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. You guys heard of Debt Awesome. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be like uh, this thing in which all debts are forgiven like every seven years. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that sounds really awesome. And they're like, and all the land that was like purchased goes back to the original owner that was given to them by God. And I was like, <clears throat> sorry, what? What was that last part? And like, yeah, there's this thing, like, there's this, like, a little errata that's written in there that, you know, it goes back to the tribes of Benjamin after after the debt jubilee. Like, yeah, all the debts are forgiven, but you lose all the property, too. And I was like, I don't remember that being part of the original thing. Like, when did that get co-opted? And I was like, well, then it wouldn't be fair. Like, why in the world, well, why in the world would you have debt forgiveness if I mean, you got to keep all the stuff? I mean, the way I've heard it from, uh, like, Michael Hudson, who's talked about it, is he does talk about land relocations, but, like, mm-hmm. the way he's talked about it, and I'm I'm no expert on this shit, but from the way I heard about it, is it would be kind of like, you know, obviously this was in an agrarian-based society, and within an agrarian-based society, some plots of land are better for fucking farming than other plots. So, you know, maybe if you had a shitty plot this go-around these seven years, maybe next time you'd have a better plot, or vice versa. If you had a really great plot for seven years, maybe the next Jubilee or whatever, you would have a less-so-great plot, you know, right? to try to even it out. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I mean, and if, that's if the way I heard it described. Like, not recirculate not, these things. Yeah. But that's not what 
it's not what it sounded like from from that perspective effectively where it's like if you have person a and they happen to have divine right over a plot of land and then they sell it over the course of you know let's say six years 364 days and uh they are owed a debt of ten thousand dollars then as soon as the debt jubilee comes around, they forgive the debt of $10,000 but automatically receive their plot of land back. And I'm like, well, this benefits the the divine right owners immensely. Just, I mean, it sounds like fucking capitalism all over again. Like there's, well, there's, no, there's no inherent reason for them to ever say like, oh, here's the, here's the money except for the instances in which they want, you know, $10,000 worth of debt or whatever that effectively allows them to buy. Yeah, I don't know about that whole business, but from what I understand, the whole reasoning of the debt jubilee within ye old Babylonian times and stuff like that was that even back then, I mean, they had fairly advanced mathematics, and that back then, they were, they in these big air quotes primitive times, people were able to calculate that with exponential growth, debts at a point become unpayable, unpay- and debts that can't be paid won't be paid. So basically, uh, like the two different, there's two reasons why they use debt jubilees. One of them was the whole seven years thing was in order to uh, allow society to keep going. You know, it would it would be like if you were playing like a board game or something like that, where eventually one person has all the points and you wanted to keep playing. So it's like, well, we don't have any pieces to play with anymore. So you got to kind of rejigger it and, hand out some of the pieces around like, okay, we got to even this out a little bit so we can keep playing the board game, you know, so you've got, got that aspect. And I got a penny. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, the other reason, other th- way it was like used tactically is that I think, um, new Kings and stuff like that, when they came in the power, they'd be like debt Jubilee and everyone would be like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't owe money to the bar anymore. Yay. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, but I mean, and that's kind of like the situation where we're stuck in is that, uh, yeah, the debts that can't be paid won't be paid. You know, like our even you can apply this even to like the the federal government. I mean, how many trillions of dollars is the United States government in debt? You know, like that money is never going to be paid. Uh, they can't they can't do it. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I don't know. So what happens immediately if they if they declare if they. If I guess debt holders, I mean, who, who could have the authority to declare debt jubilee? I guess it would be the government, right? Just like to say, like it's all in void. We're uh, we're absorbing all the debts, I guess, <laughs> and then we're going to absorb them, and then we're the, all the debts we absorb, we're going to say that those don't <laughs> exist because we don't have to pay them. <laughs> we're just going to ignore them. Hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. You think there would be any negative then- fallout? I, you know, I'm not an economist, so I can't, I mean, for, for things like, uh, not even like all debts, but even just like things like such as, uh, uh, student debt, like if this mm-hmm. like absorb, like, I mean, I don't know how many of the millions of dollars of the student debt. I mean, a lot of it's owned in uh federal loans. So, I mean, those loans, definitely the United States government could just say like, you don't owe us anything, whatever, go live your lives. But, um, I mean, that would help people immensely, especially millennials who are making less money than their parents' generation. And everything's more expensive now. <laughs> Housing's, like, through the roof and everything. So, I mean, I think it would allow a lot of people to move into homes and, um, I don't know, 
do other things, pursue hobbies, pursue other career interest, mm-hmm. um, get more education. I mean, that was something they wanted to do. Uh, so I mean, do you I mean, think I, that, I that would, hmm? that would uh, hamper the ability to secure more credit in the future? What, the United States to, or, or the individuals or who did it sort Basically, any entity. So, in the instance that you can declare a jet, debt jubilee, it becomes yeah. uh, a precedent. Uh, then, any instance in the future, there is that potential for it to reoccur. So, would an entity that has the ability to loan out a piece of property or on on credit some resource or sum of money, mm-hmm. would they be less inclined to do so? Knowing I'd that say fuck the banks, so back? I wouldn't even care. You know, like honestly, like I feel like well, they still have control. Well, yeah, of course they still have control now. So I mean, we're all ta- we're talking about this like within the concept of like context of the capitalist hellscape we live in, right? You know, so so, so how do makes you fix all that of it more complicated. The other thing too is uh, is basically what I'm getting at. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the uh, I mean the banks are still going to have incentivized to loan to you as long as they can make money off of you, and you know maybe they would be they would take a hit from a debt jubilee but even then they would still want to give you fucking cheap easy credit mm-hmm. to try to make money off of you so i think even if they took a hit they would uh yeah i don't know i really don't know although not explicitly mentioned in this capacity aren't we technically lending our money to any banking institution that currently retains it Yeah, I mean, uh, to a certain extent, that's like the, their whole incentive for holding our money, right? Right. So they can do whatever instance, they want with what it. What if they were to declare jubilee and they were just, just like, okay, well, anything that you have in a bank is now the property of said bank, or or it's you know, you know, it's forgiven, uh, you know, so therefore you aren't able to uh, withdraw, you know, your your loan that you've made to the bank via a checking or savings account. Wait, like your your savings. Well, right, exactly. Like, wait, wait, but that's not debt. Uh, why not? Wait, that's different. Why is it different? It's different. I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, debt is like in some form, like is physical money. Make money is debt in, in some ways of looking at it, but like that's not well, debt the is same. A transaction, like transaction, right? Yeah, it's you saying you owe someone money. Wait, I mean, like, are you saying that like? Because the bank owes you money because you have money in their account. So, like, what? Like, whoa! What if the, what if the government told the banks they don't owe you money anymore? The right. debt jubilee. I mean, that so, would just so like, technically, if you wanted to look at it this way, I have like a credit. Well, actually, it's probably more easy to say I have a debit card, right? I have a debt card. Yeah. And um, that debt is immediately payable anytime I use that particular card up to the limit that I have loaned to the institution that is currently holding said debt. Yes. So in the instance that I was to say like, Hey, I want to use this debit card. And then, uh, Kroger's is like, sorry, you can't buy that 50 pack worth of, of, um, of Turkey brats. Um, because the institution that you are trying to withdraw that debt from has been declared, um, you know, non, um, uh, non-responsible for that debt any longer uh so therefore all of the funds that were indebted to said bank by you the lender uh it's it's now 
you know, null and void. Well, that would kind of just like kill the entire purpose of the FCIC insurance we have with banks already that like it says like up to $100,000, your money's protected in this bank. Mm-hmm. So I don't like I don't know. It's just like a weird thought experiment. Of like, well, how in the world would they be able to do something like that as well? Like if if everyone's debt suddenly went away all at once, you know, up to and including maybe that uh, you know the uh, metaphysical difference between debt and uh, checking account, uh, then how would the FDIC be able to pay out through their insurance to every single person that would be owed some amount of money? Because they own the pr- they own bank. the machine that prints the dollars. <laughs> like, MMT. You know, like, like if you swear to God, if you try to make me talk about MMT, I will literally kill myself. I will, I will, I will take this pen on my desk and like shove it into my eye socket. <laughs> I just like to like yell that out on occasion. I have no idea what it means. Still, it's a trigger warning. It's like a trigger. Like I'm immediately triggered. I'm immediately triggered. I think I would be less triggered if we weren't recording this for like a podcasting effort where mm-hmm. I could I could just keep like throwing really shitty analogies at you mm-hmm. until something stuck. Yeah. But but like I feel like when we're recording on a podcast, I'm like, well, let me try to think of the best way to explain this. I'm like, what if you did it like what if I explained it like this? And you're like, nah, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, fuck. What if I explained it like this? And you're like, nah. And I'm like, and it's like I just keep having to like think of like dumber and not like saying you're dumb but like saying like i'm saying that like me i'm not creative enough to like obviously like find the right way to put the words together so when i go back and i listen to the podcast it's just like wow eventually it gets to like something to the effect of we ape stronger together or something (laughs) yeah for everyone that's listening to jimmy and i talk about mmt for the first time uh the last time that we discussed this in earnest, I had a lot of questions. Jimmy tried his best to dumb it down so that I could understand it. And at the end of it, I said that he sounded like a neoliberal and we almost <laughs> had a fight. So that, that's that's kind of how that went. And uh, I, I'd assume that that's one of the reasons why we're not going to try to discuss it again. <laughs> yeah. Go look it up, up for yourself and, and pretend like you understand. Go around like, oh, are you guys talking about uh, inflation theory? Well, I would like to perhaps discuss MMT with you. Are you guys familiar with MMT? And then, then I'll have like a little pamphlet. Uh, it'll be like uh, getting to know MMT. Do you know MMT is your lord and savior? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, MMT. <laughs> yeah wonderful yep uh so yeah dead jubilees and stuff yay oh wait oh god not the fcic that's the federal crop insurance company what the fuck is the thing fdic okay there you go fdic what the fuck i'm I'm an idiot i thought i thought you said fdic no i said fcic Uh i was close you said fdic i said fcic (laughs) and i was like wait fica fuck up (laughs) <laughs> and then and then i and then i like i then i got self-conscious and i typed in fcic and i was like fuck i did uh, fuck the up. federal deposit fuck yeah so what are, you, what are you thinking about jimmy um what am i thinking about uh thymine is a nutrient no organism can live without is mysteriously lacking in some marine ecosystems. Ah! Are you talking about the vitamin B1 deficiency thing? 
I thought this was a thiamine. Is thiamine B1? Yeah. Yeah, thiamine. That's B1? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Let's. It is? Let's let's read about this a little bit. Actually, let me just do a quick Google search. Vitamin B1. Doop. It's thiamine. Yep. Damn. Uh-huh. Look at you. Look at that. No one shit. Vitamin shit. Found in food and manufactured as a dietary supplement and medication. Whole grains, legumes, meats, and fish. Hmm. But not these fish. Not these fish. You want to talk about the stories? Yeah, I mean, we're going to just talk about this one. I mean, well, what do we got? What are we time? What what we got? Where are we at? What How much, How long are we doing this? Let's do this. We're okay, barely so. an hour. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not keeping keeping track of time. Uh, all right. <laughs> so what do we got here? I do like the Atlantic. They got some good stuff. Um, Save deadly vitamin deficiency is ravaging all kinds of animals. Okay. So let's see. What do we got here? Do, 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 do. Huh. Okay, so they're just dying in the thousands. Okay. Due to a thiamine deficiency. Seems to be on the rise in ecosystems across much of the planet. It's causing illness and death in birds, fish, invertebrates, and possibly mammals, leading scientists to suspect that some unexplained process is compromising the foundation oh, it of says the it right Earth's here. food web by depleting ecosystems of this critical nutrient. It, yeah, well, it says it gives a reason for it right here. It What's says that, that um, it says that uh, adult males uh, between the ages of um, nine and uh, fifty-three. Uh, regularly urinate into the drain of their shower and as a result uh, are killing off uh, the uh, wildlife populace in, in these in these uh, in these habitats you're lying it says it right there <laughs> no you're full of shit you're no you're no you're lying <laughs> I don't believe you, do you I'm not in, do you pee in the shower Jimmy who you, the fuck doesn't are you everyone animals p- no, that can't be what it's saying. You're just making this shit up. Yeah, I hope you feel bad about your choices. <laughs> what the? No, wait, where does it say that? <laughs> where does it say that? What? Yeah, they're just swimming in a soup of, of, uh, of human urine, and that's just depleting them of their... <laughs> what the... You're such a sack of shit, man. I hate you. <laughs> I'm, I know. I know. I'm a charlatan. <laughs> You're such a sack of shit. <laughs> well, what the fuck? We don't know what it is. It's just like this unexplainable chaos that is, is killing all life Ooh. on Earth. It's lame. Um, I can't think yeah, fucking makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, that's basically, I've, I've skimmed over the rest of the article. It's basically, it's like, yeah, there's these scientists that have been looking at this for a long time, and it's really concerning, and lots of things seem to be dying, and they all have this inter, the interrelated issue of having a vitamin B deficiency, but yeah, we have no idea. Yeah. 
And I feel like this is kind of the thing that we're going to also just be experiencing with like the um, global warming stuff Mm -hmm. of just, um, you know, since this hasn't happened in such a long time where the polar ice caps have been uncovered uh, without ice on them that we just have. (laughs) There's just no way of us knowing how it's going to play out. It's kind of whenever uh, Magic the Gathering decides to add a new set of cards to the game you know they can try to beta test and guess how the players are going to use the cards um but it's 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 not until they release the cards to the public and see how players start using them and building decks until they can decide which cards are banned and are no longer in the meta you know Mm -hmm. that's what's happening just on a much larger scale with (laughs) the polar ice caps melting (laughs) thank you for putting it in words that i can understand (laughs) (laughs) oh there was like a i was thinking of an analogy the other day and i was like this is such like a tim analogy not because like it was like it was just like something that was like loosely related to you it was about growing muscle mass what the fuck was it okay i thought it was about like taking bricks to the noggin or something i was like no no (laughs) oh fuck what was it hmm it was something because to the effect of, uh, I can't even remember. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyways, if it, if it comes back to me, I'll bring it up. But yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of like the same thing here. I mean, we don't know what's, uh, what's causing these thymine uh, deficiencies or whatever. But yeah, I mean, there's going to be all short sorts of uh, fallout uh, related to uh, global warming that we can't even begin to start thinking about i mean there was something i was reading the other day that was just talking about um just new found diseases you know um things like malaria coming to places like the united states because as climate temperatures come on the rise the things that cause malaria like mosquitoes and stuff like that that carry the harmful disease will be able to thrive better and um what used to be temperate environments and just all kinds of stuff like that's just like one example of um things Hmm. yep okay uh oh wow this is the, uh, so i'm I'm reading throughout this article and uh it, the the only thing that they believe oh okay uh confident humans are to blame i hear that um they yeah. said we thought it must be something in the air or something in the water that really narrows it down right I mean, if, if you're saying like it's something in existence, <laughs> basically in the thing that we is all around us, well, or it's the thing so around fish. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they're really onto something with this one. All right, so it's either something air in the air or water. You're like, wait a second. So anywhere there's land, there's air. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is like humans are somehow involved. It's like at anywhere yeah, okay. there's not land and there's water. There's water. <laughs> Thiamine deficiency is really an indicator that we have an ecosystem that is disrupted. It's this kind of like pseudoscience, stupid nonsense that's baseless that 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 that, that give these climate change deniers hooks. Like this is exactly the type of shit where they're like, I don't know. I guess it's like humans or something. Maybe it's in maybe the, maybe it's in the water. I don't know, but it's definitely a human problem. It's like, well, yeah, it's obvious, but like, don't even open your mouth unless <laughs> unless you yeah. actually have something of substance, because then you're going to be defending 
on an ideological basis against these these nincompoops that are like, eh, that's kind of what's most disappointing about this absurdly long article is it's a lot of words just to say that there's this issue, this is what's happening, and let me go on for 20 paragraphs as uh, what we don't know. Yeah, and, <laughs> and a bunch of superfluous comments that mean absolutely nothing, have absolutely no weight. Uh, something with the air... Or the water. <laughs> How dumb do they think their audience is? In different temperatures, different phytoplankton and bacteria grow faster. It's like, and? Yeah. <laughs> he says. That's what he says. that That's the entire... What the... Go, go on. Why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, in different temperatures, humans grow differently. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, different this is, levels. This is lame. <laughs> like yeah, it. it's pretty disappointing. But the uh, yeah, but the whole um, large swaths of uh, of species of different, not just not just fish or mammals or birds or whatever, just large, large swaths of animals having vitamin B deficiencies is definitely uh, yeah concerning and uh, interesting to ponder. But it's kind of like the uh, what the, the the bee collapsing thing, where like, I have no idea what's actually causing it. But it's like, whoa, why the fuck is that happening? That seems bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bees are imported. That seems bad. Ugh. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, seems just bad. just uh, yeah, just your standard boilerplate. Um, this is this seems bad article. Yeah, who is Fred Hampton? Uh, Fred Hampton was a radical black activist in the United States that was uh, pushing for a more egalitarian uh, American society, um, part of the Black Panthers movement, who I believe that... um, So I think J. Edgar Hoover said that he was the most dangerous person in America. And if you know anything about J. Edgar Hoover, he's a giant sack of shit. (laughs) And so uh, basically it's like upside down world um, where a (laughs) very important individual in America, a good person uh, for good things against bad things. And uh, um, because Fred Hampton, um, even though he was able to garner a lot of, um, uh, respect and uh, had a lot of people that would come out to hear him speak and was able to generate a lot of uh, uh, mobile mobilizing of people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was only, I think, 21 or 22 when he was murdered. Like, he wasn't, like, that fucking old, so he didn't even have, like, that much time to uh, try to impact people and change the world. Mm-hmm. Uh but this article here, it's new information showing that uh, J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI were directly involved in uh, his death. So there oh, you go. Man. Yeah. Well, once again, FBI are not your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, people people trying to use the FBI to uh, combat right-wing extremism <laughs> call, call FBI and their uncle and... <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever else um try to use the fbi to own trump and uh yeah not your friend not 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 good folks oh man you're not so the the way that they phrase this um 
So I just want to read this, and yeah, you, yeah. You, you you tell me, uh, does. You tell me what it sounds like. Okay, so when uh, Chicago police raided Hampton's apartment and shot and killed mm-hmm. him in his bed, along with mm-hmm. fellow Black Panther leader Mark Clark, was he mm-hmm. gay? Uh, I don't. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, like, not not that it matters at all, but it's like I mean, you, like, you, you, let's even say that they're necessarily in the same bed. No, it says like, killed him in his bed, along with fellow Black Panther leader Mark Clark. So yeah, I don't that's know not even Clark implying is. that they're both in the same bed. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they could have just been in the same place at the same time, with yeah. one of them being in bed. What the fuck? Why are there pictures of him? Oh God, on the Wikipedia page, and there's like a wow. Those are that's a lot of fucking bullet holes. Oh, uh, it's a it's a little bit gruesome. Um, wow, we. Yeah, it, they even mentioned that uh, um, explicitly in the um, in the Wikipedia article that the uh, the Hoover um, involvement that there was a um, a conversation mm-hmm, that there was a conversation um, you know mm-hmm. based on uh, so yeah the the FBI orchestrated an arm raid on Hampton's Chicago apartment first obtaining detailed information about his apartment where the layout of the furniture in the bed was uh you know where his girlfriend was okay so that kind of you know mark clark there you go um uh provided uh by fbi informant william o'neill an augmented 14-man team of the special prosecutions unit was organized for a pre-dawn raid they were armed with a search warrant for illegal weapons hmm uh, so on the evening of December 3rd, Hampton taught a political education course at a local church, probably rabble rousing, causing a bunch of terrorist activity, something, I don't know, some kind of bullshit. Um, afterward, uh, as was typical, several Panthers went to his Monroe street apartment to spend the night, including Hampton and Deborah Johnson, Blair Anderson, James Grady, Ronald Doc Satchel, Harold Bell, Verlina Brewer, Lewis Trulock, Brenda Harris, and Mark Clark. So were they all shot? Um, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, not, most of like the leaders of the Black Panthers were either shot or killed, or um, or co- through COINTEL programs were mm-hmm. made uh, ineffective and stuff like that. I mean, the FBI would go so far as to um forging letters from different leaders like within the black panther party um to each other to try to instigate uh, internal violence and uh disruption of the black panther party so it'd be like if i got a letter from you one day it'd be like i still think you're a neoliberal sack of shit signed tim i'd be like god damn it tim (laughs) you know oh man so yeah yeah, no, it was destroyed from within and from out. Um, yeah, it was a concerted effort. It wasn't like it, it was just like a natural thing of just like, oh, those Black Panthers are a bunch of like dum dums that didn't know what they were doing and no. just like naturally, uh, you know, dissolved. It was like a concerted effort on the part of the FBI and uh, United States of America as a whole to make sure that they weren't able to, um, yeah, mm-hmm. be successful. Yeah, it was it yeah. was O'Neill. Yeah, O'Neill had slipped barbiturate uh, sleep agent 
uh, secobarbital into a drink that Hampton consumed during the dinner in order to sedate him so that he wouldn't awaken during the subsequent raid because uh, Clark uh, was actually sitting on security duty at the time. Um, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, to put this in perspective, sitting on security duty at 4 o'clock in the morning, round the clock, like that is that yeah. is when most people are dead asleep, 4 o'clock in yeah. the morning. Which just goes to show that people were aware uh, of what was going on and the risk involved in what they were doing, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's like, and it's just so fucked up because it's like, (laughs) I mean, once again, it's not surprising for someone like you and me that like knows the depths of how fucked up this entire system is. But like within a society of laws and stuff like that in courts, you're supposed to take these people in and bring them to court if they've done something wrong, right? You know, mm-hmm. uh, but these people were judged during executioner and just murdered them. Yeah. Without warning provocation. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of one of those things that it's like, if you ever do anything that's going to be like of important to like change American society for the better, you're probably going to get fucking murdered by the state. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't want to be, like, a Debbie Downer, but you got, like, Martin Luther King, Fred Hampton, uh, fucking um, Malcolm X, uh, who knows how many other Black Panthers, um, other people that I can't think of off the top of my head that have existed throughout history. Uh, John Brown, the really cool guy that we all like. Not not a black guy. Not a black guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. So, yeah, pretty W Downer stuff. Um, yeah, this was just uh, interesting because uh, it, w- it was already inferred that the FBI was involved in uh, Fred Hampton's death since the FBI was so involved in so many other things concerning the Black Panther movement as a whole. But this is just novel in the fact that I I, I guess I don't I don't know where the the specific documents are but there are like official documents are that show uh, the the direct involvement with um fred hoover uh no, edgar hoover and fred hampton stuff so that's that's why i sent it for the most part okay where is the um okay so let's see so this document i think it's from truthout uh dot org mm-hmm. is where it's referenced but it doesn't explicitly mention where they got it. Uh, maybe. Let me look real quick to see if I can find it. Uh, so it says, Now several hundred pages of FBI memos and reports obtained by historian and writer Aaron Leonard through a Freedom of Information Act request document that the director of the FBI's Domestic Intelligence Division William Sullivan, and the head of the extremist section of the Domestic Intelligence Division, George Moore, both played key roles in planning the raid and the cover-up that followed. Okay, Okay, so so what is a Freedom of Information Act? Freedom of Information Act is basically like things that the FBI and the CIA does, like X many years after the thing happens, that's got to be like um, open to the public, right? So, like, mm-hmm. these memos and shit like that that we're getting able to read now in 2021 allows us to read about the fucked up shit our government was doing in the late 60s. 
So, I mean, is, a lot is of it's supposed to be like a way to, to make us more complacent in, in the instance that we want transparency from our government? Like, we'll tell you, you know, about it, but only after a sufficient amount of time yeah, has... After it's already happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm not... Uh, for certain, the context of uh, where the Freedom Information Act uh, came from, honestly. I mean, that would be something worth looking into. Um, but yeah. I mean, it is an excuse. I mean, yeah, it's one of those, cla- it's like, it's better than never, but um, obviously still not ideal. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, Fred Hampton's fucking dead now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Mm. <sighs> yeah, I'm looking at a memo right here from 1969. Uh, from J. Edgar Hoover's memo. Let's see what it says here. I am certainly pleased to commend you and to advise that I have approved an incentive award for you in the amount of $200 for your extending services in a matter of considerable interest to the FBI in the racial field. Enclosed is a check representing this reward through your aggressiveness and skill in handling a valuable source he is able to furnish information of great importance to the Bureau in this vital area of our operations. I want you to know of my appreciation for your exemplary efforts. Sincerely yours, J. Edgar Hoover. Hmm. What the fuck? Okay. So he just like gave someone fucking money for being a snitch? That's what it seems like? Hmm. Disgusting. Hmm. <laughs> well, okay. So uh, the this 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 article is kind of odd to me, uh, simply because it's making us aware of something that we already kind of know, right? Um, like, oh, the FBI, uh, you know, planned to assassinate um, Fred Hampton, and mm-hmm. uh, this was something that was made apparent in you know 1970 roundabouts. Uh, you know, of right. course, based on the survivors of the raid um you know everyone who uh was uh there you know uh, in perhaps uh somewhat complicit in the act but maybe didn't take part in it you know everyone has a story everybody there are witnesses left and right um so it kind of gets dispersed and it goes out in the ether i mean like maybe this legitimizes some of their claims but even so like i'm reading about some reactions uh you know in the year following uh, you know, in the, in the months following that uh, caused, uh, uh, you know, a, a federal grand jury to commence as a result of the acts, uh, a civil rights lawsuit. Um, you know, there was controversy that took place years after the fact, mm-hmm. um, you know, because of the actions of the, the Federal Bureau of Investigations with, you know, the the Black Panthers. So... You know, this this might. Uh, I, I I think that that what this really shows us is not necessarily that the FBI was at fault because we already knew that. You know, we knew that you know from 1970 forward, but more so that that it was, um, you know, it, it was it was coming all the way from the top. You know, it was it was um, you know, very Jager much Hoover on the radar. Himself. Yeah, huh? that J Edgar Hoover himself. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. and, and I think that, that, that it wasn't just like some low level FBI guy doing exactly. FBI shit. It wasn't one guy that was like, this is my make or break. It was more like, 
the the Black Panthers were so influential and were making such a profound um, impact mm-hmm. that it was shaking the establishment to the very top. So mm-hmm. they thought that something needed to be done about it, so they decided to take advantage of their monopoly of violence and send people in, uh, you know, to which individuals, of course, were standing guard, ready for what was inevitably going to be a violent conflict. Yep. And, you know, that's that's the sad ending to a story that um, started out and left a legacy that, uh, you know, echoes to this very day. You know, like we're we're still talking about this story. We're still talking about organizations that uh, were able to find camaraderie with uh, individuals that believed in their cause, and yeah. were, were able to challenge the established status quo. Mm-hmm. I I think that <clears throat> I think it's stories like this that also kind of scare, uh, you know, maybe. Uh, regular old people like you and I, Jimmy, um, you know, like we want to see things change in our world, but we also don't want to get shot in the face by the FBI. <laughs> yeah. And we recognize that if we push, if we push the envelope to the extent that perhaps maybe it needs to be pushed, there's a very real likelihood that, that violence that is typically monopolized and used against groups like this will inevitably be used, you know, on, on, on us or, or people that we would, you know, that we would interact with. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's that combined with the comfortable complacency uh, that that only uh, you know things like the Biden administration can provide for us. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> that it's like, hey, look, you know, like you don't have to pay your student loan the fucking right now until September, and then we're gonna start taking it again. <laughs> yeah man yeah it's a cry away from that but it, it's it's said out of both sides of the same mouth mm-hmm. or you know opposite sides of the same mouth yeah no it's just uh yeah no it's just heartbreaking you know um yeah and discouraging you know anytime there's been someone uh actively trying to uh yeah like i've already said earlier like make america a better place and stuff like that and call out the uh institutional injustices and actually have a platform and enough people uh listening to them to actually change stuff they've uh mysteriously died from bullets in the face um you know mm-hmm. and then like when you like hear things about yeah the possibility of something like um the fbi being involved in uh mlk's death especially when you know that just based on the public information that's already out there that um the fbi was actively trying to encourage uh, mlk to murder himself uh in letters they sent to him it's like wouldn't be surprised yep and then people want to act like this country isn't just like a giant heaping pile of shit (laughs) you know it wants to like uphold and stand you know uh mlk and act like 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 it puts like it tries to to whitewash all the evils of of the united states by by being like well mlk was born and lived here and mlk is good therefore america's got to have some good in it 
because it made him okay, right? <laughs> you know, right. this kind of stuff. Of, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's black. He's Black Gandhi. Come on. Without pressure, you don't get diamonds, man. Like, exactly. Come on. come on. You need a little opposition. You got to thank the oppositioners. Yeah. Think how much the white supremacists did to push MLK into becoming MLK. Like, come on. He probably would have become like a, uh, I don't know, baseball player or something if it wasn't for all those white supremacists. Come on. Yeah. What's the name of that, uh, uh, the, the philosophical principle, like you can't have good without bad? Like there's like an equivalency kind of oh, thing. Oh, I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't know it had a specific name. Am I looking it up? Maybe I can find it. <laughs> you can't have good without bad principle. Uh, oh, the the privation theory of evil. Privation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fancy. a theological and philosophical doctrine that evil, unlike good, is insubstantial. So thinking of it as an entity is misleading. Instead, evil is rather the absence or lack of good. So, like, you have to have, like, this kind of dichotomy between mm-hmm. good and evil. Like, you wouldn't even know what the good was if the evil wasn't around, or better yet, like, yeah. you know, that this weird spectrum in which, like, the evil is the nothing and the good is the everything. So how do you create a measurement without a spectrum? Right. Well, we... That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that <laughs> there wasn't uh, a bunch of evil shit going on. We couldn't have Martin Luther King. That's right. We wouldn't know how good Martin Luther King was if it wasn't for all his evil shit. So Martin Luther mm-hmm. King should be grateful for all the evil shit that was going on. Right. Um. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the story of Job since we're since we're discussing a little bit about the you know theology, um, in which uh, you know Job ultimately was thankful that he could still you know worship this deity that was torturing him, um, because it, oh it, it gave him you know the, this kind of I don't know this grounding experience uh, that allowed him to recognize. Uh, that he was able to withstand such great trials or, you know, that, that, uh, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> the, t- the takeaway from that was a little tough. Uh, that, that was always one of those that they like, danced around a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's not talk about this one too much because this one's complicated on multiple reasons. Like forget the <laughs> fact that like, uh, that Satan is still like, uh, you know, one of God's right hand men and like testing him up in the, yeah. uh, up in heaven and whatnot like that 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 that, that, that don't, 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 don't look at that don't look at that too closely that's not important right now uh also don't look at the, the at the fact that like god was the one that was doing this on like the fucked up shit yeah on like satan basically being like i bet you won't kill his family and god's like oh yeah oh yeah oh, oh yeah oh, i'll kill family bet you won't break his house i'll yeah. break his fucking house too bet you won't kill his livestock <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do all that and i'm gonna do it with a big wind and it's gonna do it all at the same time <laughs> yeah three for one and i'm gonna cover him in boils he was like Man, God, you're so badass. Wow, that was really cool. Wow. Oh, he's, oh, he's still praising wow. you and shit. Uh, why don't you, like, I don't know, cut his balls off? I don't know. What are you <laughs> yeah. going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. God, that's a good story. Wow, that guy really uh, does worship my, you hardcore. Why don't you give him a new family? I am so thankful my, to God. Well, my favorite part about the... Ju- well, the best part about the new family part is the way that Gob... Gob. The way that God <laughs> makes it all better is he's like, hey, before you had like seven kids, this time, 21 kids. See, it's better. Bigger number. Those <laughs> other, you know, like that's how he solves it. He's just like, more kids than before equals better, right? Mm-hmm. It really explains it's like it's, uh, some it, cause, of the cause like, workings. But it's just like, that's not how love works. It's not like, you have more kids, therefore more love, you know? Well, it's like, that's us reading this from like... Uh, uh, the, a proper narrative perspective like how do we develop a good arc for this character but this is really just like some sad middle eastern dude's interpretation of what the meaning of life was and that's effectively yeah. to have as many children as possible <laughs> yeah wait you name your children in the 21st century oh we don't we don't do that <laughs> yeah why would you do that it's like they're, they're, they're like, effectively just there to like do work for you yeah it's like livestock it'd be like naming your cow what's the point <laughs> Yeah, that that was the real takeaway. It's like uh, people in that time period, uh, you know, reviled their families as similar to cattle. It's, yeah. it's all about the dude. It's all about the 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 man in the center of the household. <laughs> the more kids you have, less work you have to do. Easy math. Come on, dude, get with mm-hmm. it. Yep. Up to the point that you have exactly twenty one kids, and you never have to do another day's work in your life. Exactly. One of I use one of the children as an ottoman. <laughs> That's how God would want it. Yeah. Yep. Fuck, dude. Yeah. For sure. Yep. 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 <sighs> oh man. Okay. I think you want to add. Uh, let's see here. Um. Uh, no. No. Uh, there is no good or bad without us. There is only perception. There is the event itself and the story we tell ourselves about what it means. Sounds like some fucking Ayn Rand shit. Did you like that one? No. There's, there's a bunch of these. Who yeah. the fuck? From who? There is, to be sure, no evil without something good. That is uh, attributed to Pliny the Elder. I don't know. Eh. I thought you liked Pliny the Elder. I normally do. Yeah, you can't not, appreciate not one the of good, his good days takes. without the bad ones. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> there is no good or bad in the universe, only action and consequence. Um, I don't necessarily dislike that one. I mean, I that doesn't sound as bad. Yeah. If there were no bad people, then there would be no good lawyers. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what if there were no bad people there would be no good lawyers like like good lawyers as in not like not like as in you know lawful good or evil but like just in the general sense of like being good at their jobs like you need bad people in order for lawyers to be ha- hired so they can get good at their job uh so well basically like what's what the function of a lawyer is is to prosecute right you you need to have or, them uh interpret the law to a bunch of uh you know witless dumbasses that form a jury uh so in effect if they're acting in good conscience there's they're doing it in order to educate the general populace that someone who has committed a crime has done so unjustly 
So that would make the good person. Uh, but it's also making a presupposition that the way in which lawyers are carrying out the law or interpreting it or educating the members of a jury are doing so under the pretense that they have knowledge that these people are legitimately bad or worthy of prosecution, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if there were no bad people, there would be no good. That, that's attributed to Charles Dickens, but it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, Charles Dickens. What the hell, dude? Not your best work. I've never written a bad paper that would be no good lawyers. Man, yeah, it's, that's, not as, that's not as deep as you think it is, Charles Dickens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Uh, yep, well, that, that's, that's all I got. Okay. Well, I guess on that no thank you all for listening to us if you would like to get in contact with us you can do so by emailing us at syndicapowerment at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you there you can also like us on facebook at cynic empowerment send us a message or you can tweet at us on the twitter at cynic empower me one we would love to hear from you it mean a lot to us and if you're listening to us doing any of those things up up there please follow god please follow god please like and review the show it means a lot to us and helps the people find us yeah yeah, helps you find us like the mystery behind the vitamin B1 deficiency of all of the creatures in the world. Could be an eel, could be a mussel, could be a bird, could be a fish. We don't know why they're dying. Yeah, like the thing is, is <laughs> if it's fish and birds... And if the stupid article said, we've narrowed it down to the sea or the air. Yeah, don't forget. That's the takeaway. It could be in the air. <laughs> it could be in the water. Which, is, is it really narrowing it down at all? <laughs> you know? But, like, if it's birds and fish, like, that makes it really difficult you know what I mean? Oh, like, it's ridiculous. It's like you're starting off a game of 20 questions, but instead of getting the free question of, is it a mineral, animal, or a whatever, it's like, is it in the water or is it in the air? It's like, that narrows it down a lot less than the fucking specific question to begin with. <laughs>